Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely wife, Miss Southern Shell. Shell, World Foods Week, you ready? Uh, I'm getting that way. Getting that way? Yeah. Currently, no. Currently, no. Just think, you could be going to World Foods this week and then to Jack Daniels the next week. What if you had to do that? Um, We'd make it work. I like the duck. You know, that one's my favorite. The only problem with the Jack is the hotels are. Yeah, they are. They are. So this week, of course, we're going to talk about what we're doing for world foods or the categories and that. But, but, um, we did Jack Daniel's sirloin for the recipe Mm -hmm. in honor of the Jack coming up this time of year. I usually try to throw a Jack Daniel's recipe. I know I've done a few in the past. Um, but we also in honor of the Jack, you did Jack Daniel's recipe. Yeah. In honor of the Jack. It's my favorite contest. Anybody ever asked me what's your favorite barbecue contest? I always say the Jack Daniels world invitational championship, but Uh you got somebody front door. That's good. They'll have to wait. Tell them we're recording, (laughs) but the Jack is my favorite contest. So I pay a little homage to it with some recipes, usually using Jack Daniels, which is a great whiskey. And, uh, this week we did, a Jack Daniel's sirloin or my take on one. Now I didn't invent the Jack sirloin. Heck, I think probably TGI Friday probably did it first. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to do a steak with a Jack Daniel sauce. So and what's a sirloin? Sirloin. It's just a cut of beef. I mean, it comes off the, the, is it a the more lean? Little, yeah. It's, it comes off a little bit further back then uh, behind the ribeye on back a little bit. It's real lean. Doesn't have a lot of fat to it. So it's a great choice if you're, you know, a steak eater and you want to keep the fat content down. It's a lot of protein and it's a good cut of meat. As long as you don't overcook it, it's one of those. It's, I mean, you see a sirloins on every steakhouse menu. Usually they yeah. usually have one. It's usually a lesser cut, but cooked right. It's really, really good. And so I just cooked it really hot and fast. We marinated then, it. Well, marinated it. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta get a little marinade going. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, with this recipe, it's kind of—I mean—Asian flavors go together with it. Yeah. So I got soy sauce, and I got Worcestershire, and I got ginger, and you got all these elements in there to give it some flavor in the marinade. It needs three or four hours in the marinade, get some flavors, and then just simple season it with salt, throw it on a hot grill, and it's all about that Jack Daniel's glaze that you cook down and put over it. And usually, you know, when I'm doing Jack Daniel's, it's got like a, a little sweet element to it, so. It's got some brown sugar, usually has some pineapple juice or something like that. I just like the way it goes with it. And then I cook it down. And I mean, it's got a little vinegar sauce usually to, to, to give it a little bit of acidity. And after That's, that, I mean, it's, it's really nothing to it. It's just cooking a little glaze down. You got to cook the whiskey off. You add the whiskey yeah. and then you cook it and reduce it. And so you're not getting blowed out by alcohol flavor. It doesn't have that oh, at all, no. but it's got all those good notes. It brings those notes out the caramelly notes, the spicy notes, you know, you get a little bit of the wood flavor from the barrel, all that comes out in it. I love that. And it goes, it goes great with everything. It goes really good on, on a, on a beef, on sirloin. It does. And for a cut like sirloin that doesn't have the fat content, it gives it a lot of good flavor. It does. It has a lot of good flavor. And really I like dipping it in it as it cooks uh-huh. over it. I mean, it's not on a great glaze it at the very end. So it's not like it's sitting there cooking on it a long time, but it kind of gets that caramel. Let's go and more. 
and it and then, pops. It looks it so shiny. Yeah, and it does. It looks good. The picture, the, it look, it didn't do it justice. Camera. Yeah. The light, man, it's something about the light with them doing beef where it looks like, you know, it's overcooked a little bit. It's really not because when you get it inside and I, and I see it, I'm like, wow, look how, you know, this, this thing is right where I wanted it. And, you know, it doesn't always come through on the video, but that's, I guess it's just from outdo- the outdoor. I think it looked fine. I think you hit that. Well, I mean, medium I, rare. that's where I, I mean, I temp it and take it off right where I want it. Where, where how far could you take the sirloin? Mm, man, I wouldn't want to go past, you know, 130 would be way too. Past, I would, anything past medium, what I consider medium, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about because it's going to, you got to think it's going to carry over some. So it's probably going to finish up about 135 if you take yeah. it that far. It's really better in that 122 to 125 range to pull it off. Yeah. And let it carry over to about 128, which is, should be perfect kind of medium rare all the way through. And then it just melts in your mouth and you really taste the beef when it's mm-hmm. like that. So you just do a typical traditional steak cook, go down yeah, two it. minutes, rotate two minutes, flip, flip two minutes, start and watching it. Glaze. It's about, yeah, about two more minutes. I mean, this, you know, a th- that was a pretty thick sirloin. Yeah. That was a really, and it was enough for two people. It yeah. was like one person's not going to eat that whole steak. It was a pound and a half. And so we, me and you both ate it. Yeah. And it was, I mean, and we had leftovers. Yeah. We still had leftovers. And I didn't do any sides to go with it there, did I? Yeah, we did a smoked baked potato. Oh, man. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Can we cut that? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to mess that up. Yeah, we're going to have to cut that. Okay, fine. And you also served a smoked baked potato. Yeah, you got to have a side with it, right? Yeah. I mean, that was, hey, I've never done baked potatoes on a video on the smoker, but they cook just as good as in the oven. You just put them on there, set it, you know, what I go with like three twenty five and let it roll. I mean, it took about two hours for a baked potato. I see the, what made those so good. You brush the outside with a little olive oil, a little kosher salt, black pepper, a little bit of parsley. That's it. Put them on there and just let them go to you can stick a, a knife or a skewer in them and it goes in pretty easy. It's soft. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to, like I was holding them, so I wrapped them up in foil at the end, just kind of that steakhouse look. Yeah. And but you don't have to. But you can wrap them in that foil and hold them for Oh, man. 30 Baked minutes. potatoes? Yeah, easy. Eat. Oh, probably longer now. Yeah. They stay warm a long time. And then you got to load them out. You got to have the butter, the sour cream, the bacon, the cheese, a little green onion. Man, and that's a, that's a baked potato and a steak dinner to me. I did two potatoes, and I did the one steak, and that was, that was a great – like if you're doing a meal for two, mm-hmm. that's that's it. It doesn't get any easier than that. The longest part of that one is probably well, I guess marinating and cooking the potatoes, but it's really easy. Yeah, well, you could cheat on potatoes, but do it, throw them on the grill, man. If you ain't never tried them, so you. Mar- I just did that because I got some potato ideas. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're gonna do these potatoes out here. You marinated that um, jack sirloin for what about four hours, yeah, yeah. something like that. Could Three you or four, longer? you need. It'd probably been fine overnight in the refrigerator. Do you not think it would have started? To no, hurt? I don't think it would. I mean, it, not on a sirloin. Sirloin sirloin's dense enough. I mean, I probably wouldn't want to, to marinate a fillet or ribeye that long, but a, a sirloin can take it no problem. So overnight, so, overnight would have been fine. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Really, it really, excellent. yeah, it's really good. It, it was an easy recipe. The, the the it's all in that glaze. Putting that glaze together, and you could use that glaze on all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, it don't have to just go on that. You could use it on chicken wings. You could use it on pork chops. In fact, all this. If you go back and look at some of the stuff I've done, it's it's similar. Yeah, you can type whiskey on the website. (laughs) On the website, and 
So, so we thought we would try something new here today, Shell, at How to Barbecue, right? This is the first time we've actually had a caller call in, and it's not going to be on the video part, but we hadn't figured that out. <laughs> but we, but since the, we're staying Maybe kind of so. on the Jack Daniels theme, and we've actually have someone from Jack that that that's going to be our special first time special guest, yeah, and Mr. Jed Lorette. Jed, are you, are you there? <laughs> I am. I am good. Well, we can hear so you nice good. To talk to y'all. <laughs> We appreciate you dropping in with us all over the phone. And, and you know, we really just wanted to get some info out on the Jack Daniels Contest World Championship Barbecue Invitational Contest that's coming up. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's like it, we it call really it the is. Jack. Yeah, everybody calls it the Jack. But what is it? Uh, it it's an opportunity to, uh, to, to get invited to a small town, barbecue great food, compete at a, a professional level. And to uh, just have the uh, the opportunity to be in such a, a unique place uh, here in the U.S. I mean, small town USA. Definitely. And uh, it's a beautiful setting. Well, we love Lynchburg. We've had the pleasure or the privilege of going three different times over over our barbecue career. And, and the Jack is always one that if you do get invited, you that you don't, you don't yeah. turn it down, yeah. you know. And from from the way the way we get invited is you have to win an actual grand championship and they only let the, right. let uh, one team from every state go kind of is the rule i mean there's other ways to get in you can win seven yeah you can win seven, seven you can win memphis and may the royal the houston rodeo um but but it's more it's more than just u.s teams that's what's unique to it to me jed is uh, um you've that's got exactly right. teams coming from all over the world do you do you know how many countries and teams are representing <laughs> Out of the well, US. right now, yeah, right now we have 72 U.S. teams that are going to be competing uh, with uh, 26 international teams that are coming in. Wow. Uh, I, I've lived all over the U.S. I grew up here in Lynchburg, Tennessee, went to elementary school here in town, and uh, I've traveled all around the world. And it's really fun because we have teams from Poland, the Netherlands, uh, New Zealand, Australia, the UK, and it's uh, really neat to have them a part of it as well. So you got 26 international teams, 72 U.S. based teams. So. And, and then you have a um, what the shade lot? What what shade that? tree division? Yeah, yeah. Shade, can you tell yeah, us what that is? Tree. Yeah, these are uh, people who are uh, competing, uh, obviously not at the same level. They're uh, local or. Um, you know, more of your backyard kind of grilling situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're here to uh, compete too, though. I mean, it's, uh, it's for real for them too. And uh, they get the opportunity to win just like the rest, a lottery drawing to uh, compete on the shady shade tree side of it. Yeah. You can't count those backyard guys out. That's where we got started. So you, those are, those are tomorrow's, you know, professional grand champions right there. Absolutely. They're coming in hot, man. They're going to, they're going to come to compete. So the barbecue kind of takes place over the Friday and Saturday. I guess it'll get started October 25th. I think that's that Friday's date, but there's that's more, right. there's way more to the Jack than just the barbecue contest. Do you want to give us some details on some of the exciting things that, that if you have going showing on up and you're not cooking? Like you just want to be a, <laughs> a spectator. Yeah. Smell the air. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off coming to Lynchburg and just breathing in the air. It's uh first off, it's a, like I said before, it's a quaint little town. Uh, the distillery is only two blocks from the actual courthouse on the square. And so, obviously, that's an option. We're running tours uh, from, I think, 9 o'clock in the morning, unless they open the doors early. 
Uh, we'll be running tours from nine till whenever the last person leaves. And uh, so on we'll that keep them Saturday? open late. On the Saturday? Of the uh, well, Jack Friday team? and Saturday. And we're yeah. open seven days a week. Uh, there's only a few days out of the year that we actually shut down, and those are the major holidays like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and uh, New Year's Day. Uh, but yeah, we'll be running tours all through barbecue. Uh, there'll be arts, crafts, there'll be all kinds of stuff. But on the square itself, there's a lot of things to do. Um, there's shops, there's our gift shop, there's food on the square. Uh, if you if you get your fill of barbecue, and I don't know how that's possible, but if you get your fill of barbecue. Um, there's other things we have sweets, but, um, there'll be vendors, live music. Uh, we'll have some contests like we do this country dog where you dress up your dog and somebody is going to bring a goat that's been dressed up. I'm sure. Um, uh, (laughs) yeah, bring, if you have a goat, bring your goat and kind of spice it up a little bit. (laughs) Now we actually had uh, an entry in the country dog contest one year. You got third place, Mr. Buford, my brother's dog. <laughs> that that hopefully that's right next to all your plaques and all your trophies. Is that third place. We didn't get to keep that. Yeah, one. They, oh. they dressed him up like I think it was when when Trump was first running for president. Yeah. They had a little. <laughs> <laughs> it was that's hilarious. Awesome. That's that's why it, it's a good time. It's definitely family oriented. So I don't want anybody to think that this is just. Uh, you know, we got whiskey in town. We got barbecue. So I don't want to bring the kids down there. No, bring your kids. It's fun. It's uh, definitely like a festival type of feel about the town. Uh, you will have vendors with like homemade uh, woodworking crafts, quilts, and stuff like that. Um, food and grills and barbecue vendors. It's just a petting zoo. Just all kinds of stuff that you'll be able to do and experience while you're down here. Plus, again, the visitor center is not far away. So if you want to come and, and see what this whole Jack thing's about, uh, you can definitely come and take a tour because we'll be open and ready for you. And you can get an engraved bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, we, absolutely. <laughs> we always get one. The general, store is, the general store is worth the trip to me. I mean, there's so much neat stuff in there. We've um, oh man, it's two stories stories of all the Jack Daniel stuff you never knew you wanted to buy. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you get in there and start looking around. Oh yeah. <laughs> we have complete bar setups in there. I mean, t-shirts and hats. Uh you can buy a whole barrel empty, uh a half a barrel, <laughs> barrel staves, you name it. I mean, we can load you up. If you're a big Jack fan, we could definitely get you out of here with uh a full Jack setup. I don't know who's not a Jack fan. <laughs> hey, speaking like of, you, yeah. speaking of, man, I know you've got this new Jack Daniels apple coming out, man. Tell us about the apple. We got a bottle of oh it. My, oh, my goodness. Uh, first off, it's only been out for a few weeks. And from the initial reviews from the public, it's just outstanding. I, I love it. Um, personally, uh, my wife, just for full disclosure, she likes our liqueurs. All right. Uh, she's not a really straight whiskey drinker, but everybody has their own taste buds. And she fell in love with it the first time she tasted it. And I really, really like this apple because if you haven't had it, I'll describe it the best I can. It's a sweet apple on the nose. It's a sweet apple on the very end of your tongue, but it finishes like a whiskey on the back. It's not syrupy. It's not heavy sweet. It's, it's a real apple. You know, it tastes like you're eating a real apple. And uh, we had some bartenders in yesterday, and I was talking with them. 
and they're excited about it because now they get to try different cocktails with the apple and uh, got some good ideas, got some good ideas, but it's an amazing drink and uh, it will be sold domestically. If it's not in your area, it will be there, but it has that sweet candy apple on the nose and uh, almost like you bit into a real apple on the finish. I can, it's great. I can see that going good on a, on a rib glaze. You get yeah. that apple going with the oh. Jack Daniels, man. That would make some fire ribs. I have to take your word for it because (laughs) some of the meat I pull off the grill, I could kill people with. So, yeah. (laughs) We could could fix that. Yeah. (laughs) I can put you on some videos. There you go. We might have to arrange something. There you go. We know know a guy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's it's so funny. Um, We like to play around with cocktails at the house and just – just by the way of making this apple, it just gives people more opportunities. Uh, cocktails are definitely trending. You know, it's definitely an exciting opportunity to have friends over to your house. And if you're barbecuing or smoking something, at the same time, you could be mixing something inside. And that apple just opens up a, a new avenue, uh, bringing in people who may not, you know, appreciate yet. Uh, the full flavor straight whiskeys, but this is an intro to, you know, what Jack is and uh, kind of opening up new avenues for us. And uh, I think it's a, a wonderful, you know, add on to what we already have. That's great. So well, I'm looking forward to trying that one. I know that one thing I found unique about Lynchburg is that it's actually a dry County. So, <laughs> so yeah. that's what it, when he was saying it was a friendly, fr- family friendly event. I was like, yeah, it's the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, growing, growing up in town, we've had the same stoplight in the same area, although it's been new. I mean, we've updated the stoplight. It still goes green, yellow, and red, but um, <laughs> we are, are, we're the second smallest County. Moore County is the second smallest County in the entire state of Tennessee. Uh, and we only have one traffic light for the entire county. Um, roughly population 6,000 people, and a little over 600 of them live in Lynchburg proper. So we're looking right now for the barbecue. Uh, if last year's numbers match this year's numbers, about 20 to 25,000 people will show up on those two days, Friday and Saturday. So you're talking about taking a population of 6,000. And uh, it's a huge celebration is my point. You know, a lot of people are coming in and I I just want all your listeners to know that they're welcome to come in too. We have places to park. Uh, We have shuttles that are running nonstop back and forth from where you're parking. So convenience wise, we can get you back to your car or to the actual event uh, with no problem. Yeah. It'd be a great one to go and see too. It's one of the most fun for spectators. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Because the town is so neat. The, the, the square, I call it a square. I don't know what, what you really call it there, but I guess it's a town square. But it's uh, a square. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> there's so many little fun shops to go into. And like you yeah. said, treats to buy. And, and, uh, Absolutely. one of our favorite, there's a little gas station that's right out there before you get in coming in from the Alabama side, I guess. It, we always stop and get pimento cheese. They make homemade pimento oh, cheese. Woodard's, Woodard's pimento cheese. Yeah. Holy it, cow. It's, you can't beat it. It's got to uh, be famous. If it's not, it should be. It's a delicacy. It should be. Yeah, uh, we stop and always get a tub at least once a week for the house. Because, I mean, you need that sort of thing like eggs, milk, pimentos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell but, you, uh, there's a guy there that sets up and sells fresh fried pork rinds. And if you eat pimento cheese on the pork rind, it is oh. just – that. that's what we live off of while we're there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's 
I, I think that's keto. Isn't it? <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. There's, you know, there's no carbs in that, and then you can have the cheese. I guess I don't know about the mayonnaise yeah. factor. Can you have mayonnaise on keto? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> we'll say it is for that weekend, right? Yeah, if you looked at me, you would say that boy's not on a keto diet. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, for the fitness people, I think y'all are having a a, a big race too, right? I saw that on is the that itinerary. New? Yeah, is the is the yeah, 5K it's, new? It's, it's, yeah, it's coming up. We normally have uh either a walk or race. We just finished um just to let you know, we do have some stuff that uh either just finished or coming up. Um, like we did the Alzheimer's walk. Um, it was a fundraiser and we did a Jack and back, which is a bike ride and, uh, for muscular sclerosis. Um, we also have coming up well, the barbecue, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then we have the Christmas tree lighting, uh, new year's, uh, new year's Eve, new year's day festival up in Nashville, which is the big, uh, note drop. And so, yeah, Jack is, uh, we're, we're sponsoring a lot, raising a lot of money for really good causes. And, uh, yeah, just want to celebrate, you know? Well, we're all for it because we're big fans of the Jack Daniels brand and the Invitational Barbecue Contest. We appreciate you guys putting that on for us barbecue folks. And it's yeah. been something that's been it's special to special. us. Yeah. yeah, it's very special in the barbecue community. It's a really big deal to get to go. We kept all our bungs. So what's a bung? (laughs) (laughs) Well, a bung is a plug that goes into a bung hole, which is uh, the hole where we fill the barrels uh, full of whiskey. So we have a bung toss uh, along with cornhole tossing on the square. So, yeah, uh, (laughs) a bung. Yeah, we get a lot of jokes about that. So so can you actually taste Jack Daniels if you if you take the distillery tour? Is that the only place you can get a little sample or do they do that? Well, yeah, we'll have uh, right now we have three options. If you were to come in today, we have a sit down tasting um, where you don't actually walk through the tour, but you you get an opportunity to get a uh, an education and then a a brief history and then a walkthrough on how to sip the whiskey. So you are going to get some education along with the whiskey. Uh, but if you want to take a distillery tour, we have two options for tasting, which is the Flight of Jack, where you're going to be tasting our family of brands. It, it tends to be our most popular whiskeys out there on the market, uh, which today will be Gentleman Jack, Old Number 7, Tennessee Straight Rye, uh, the Tennessee Apple, and the Tennessee Fire. Um, if you're tasting our Angel Share tour, it's the same distillery tour, but you'll be tasting our more premium whiskeys. Uh, things like Gold 27, Sinatra, Single Barrel Select, Single Barrel Barrel Proof, and Single Barrel Rye. Wow. I, so I can go for both of those. Yeah. <laughs> can you sign up for both? <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. it's uh, uh, We're running whiskey today. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a really nice little it, – it's a leisurely walk. We're doing about a third of a mile, but it's a leisurely walk through the distillery – and yes, you do have the opportunity if you uh, want to sip whiskey with us. We'll definitely sit you down and uh, walk you through the process of sipping that whiskey. Well, that <laughs> sounds fantastic. And and Jed, we we really appreciate you, man, stopping in with us and 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 talking, taking some time out of your day to tell us about the Jack Daniels. And I tell you, if you if you've never been to Lynchburg and you get the smell of all that good corn. Being yeah. turned into that that the delicious whiskey mixed with the barbecue smoke, man, it's something special. It is outstanding. It is outstanding. One more quick question: What's your favorite drink? Single barrel select, hands down. 
just straight. You can eat it with a real, yeah. Well, I, I use ice. Yeah, ice is yeah. going to open up your whiskey, but uh, you can enjoy that single barrel select pretty much any way you like it as far as like what you're going to pair it with. And so you can't go wrong. It's got sweet smells on the nose. The rye comes through and uh, it kind of lingers in the back of your throat. It's it's a wonderful whiskey. I love it. We got to get out I and agree. get some, Shell. We got some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, 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 Jed, thank you for your time, man, and I hope and I hope the jack uh, goes off with perfect weather. I know it's going to be a fantastic yeah. time and and uh, It has cooled off. Yeah, so uh, we're happy about that. We are happy that that cool weather came in. And anytime you want to come back and talk whiskey, man, we'd love to have you. <laughs> I, would, I would love to come back. Maybe you can educate me on some barbecue. Hey, there you go. We, we can, can make do a that happen. Trade off, yeah, barbecue for whiskey. <laughs> do you have anything? Do you have anything you'd like to tell us exciting besides the Jack coming up? That's on your list, or anything going oh, on? We we are pumped about this Christmas. So if we're y'all are invited, everybody who is listening is invited to our Christmas tree lighting. Uh, and if y'all want to meet up in Nashville, we will be doing uh, a big thing for the uh, New Year's Eve party up in Nashville. So it's not too far for y'all to drive. No, it's not just about all. right up the road. It's not far for us at all. So. That's a weekend trip for us, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, yeah, just always uh, check on the website. We have new things happening all the time. And uh, we're looking forward to having all these people come down and visit our house. And that's jackdaniels.com. You can find it on Jack the website. Daniels, Jackdaniels.com. Jack All right, man. Well, have a great day, and, and we'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you. So are you serious about that uh, Apple, Jack Daniels Apple reader? Yeah, man. Don't that sound good? That does sound good. I never even thought about it. I've had, um, I've had Apple whiskey before. I think it's maybe Crown came out with mm-hmm. the first ones, yeah. and that used to be a – you'd get a chilled shot of – a crown apple or uh, now they've got the crown peach, but the, the I'm, I'm excited for the Jack Daniels because um, they come out with that Tennessee fire and it was like a less syrupy version a fireball. of fireball. And so yeah. I really like it. That's what, in fact, I got a fifth of it. I keep in the freezer and you know, I mean, just, you know, you get a little cough or something, yeah, you get you a little nip of Jack uh, of yeah. Tennessee fire. I like it better. So, the apple, I'm thinking it's probably gonna be better than the crown version. So I'm I'm you know, I gotta go get it. I want it cold. Yeah. Or either on on the rocks, Definitely. I guess. Cause yeah. it doesn't need it's not it's probably not something I'll just go get it straight out of the bottle unless it's ice cold. Yeah, I was thinking I was gonna ask him, is it a good sipping whiskey? Yeah, I don't know. I mean I'm it, it I think it's uh because I like a good sip. I gotta look and see if it's eighty proof. I mean, most of them sometimes those liqueurs they're a little bit less, but I I'm gonna yeah. look at it and see. Yeah, we got a bottle. It's yeah. actually did you bring it in here? Did you bring it to the office? Yeah. Okay. I it to the hey, we should have set it out on the table for them. I could have seen it. There was three. They sent us three bottles. One was a single barrel. One was a, what was the other one? Oh, it was the, the new smoked. I hadn't seen that before. Should have asked him about that. We'll have to get Jed back on there and tell us about that smoked whiskey. Yeah. Well, I hadn't opened any of them. They just came yesterday. Like we just we'll have got to them get the him in here and do a flight. Do a Tennessee flight, man. That'd be a podcast right there. <laughs> So. <laughs> You'll meet the real shell. <laughs> <laughs> the real shell. It's just shell if you're nasty. <laughs> so what else are we going to talk about today, Shell? We- um, well, I thought we'd talk about using Jack Daniels to cook because you did your Jack sirloin. Yeah, that was, I mean, hey, it's fantastic. 
I like to incorporate different things like that. You know, a lot of people get turned off and they say, what can you substitute besides whiskey? I guess you got some teetotalers out there. Yeah, <laughs> but I understand, you know, yeah. you may not, maybe you don't do whiskey, but it really makes a nice cooking element. You cook out all the alcohol. Yeah. It's you not like you're getting flavor. drunk eating, but there's so many, and that's what's, you know, that's what's unique about Jack Daniels or other whiskeys is they pick up so many different notes from the ingredients they use in them. I mean, of course, you know, you get the corn from the mash, but then you also get these caramelly notes mm-hmm. and you get, you know, some of, some of the, the spices from, from what's in, you know, the ingredients they use. And then you get the flavors from the barrel where they age it and they're all unique. They all have these unique tastes and they really go well when you make sauces or glazes yes. with them, I think. I mean, they're. Because they have a very complex, yeah, you know, f- a flavor that's. Very- and I'm by no means a professional when it comes to tasting those, you know whiskeys and, and i don't know a whole lot about them other than i like them yeah but, i know what i like but but you know i like using them when i cook and so i've used i've used jack daniels in a lot of stuff yeah. i know I, I did a, a pork chop uh, i did it like tennessee i think it was called tennessee mojo chops i used jay's seasoning and I did some thick pork chops and then i uh, made a like a sweet it, it's always usually pairs well with sweet to me so i t- usually turn it into a glaze that's something that's going to go on the back end and yeah, because you don't really want to add it at the, why wouldn't you add it at the front? Well, because I mean, I'm not, I don't want to, first it'll burn Yeah, and I'm trying to get the flavors from it to go with the meat. So it kind of, you know, of course you're usually smoking or grilling something. So you have that aspect going, but then when you top it at the end, it brings in a whole nother ball game and that's what, you know, makes them taste really good. So they, it does well with chicken. It does well with pork. It does good on beef. I mean, normally I'm not a sweet guy when it comes to beef. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said that before, but but the Jack Daniels really works. And I think, I think it was so. a TGI Fridays probably does it best. They have the like Jack sesame chicken. I think they have a Jack sirloin or something like that too. Yeah. It's kind of where I got the idea to do sirloin just because it's a different cut. But it, it works. And, you know, it, it kind of, I wouldn't say it's a, an Asian-y flair, but since you use soy sauce and you have some of those other elements in it, it almost has like an Asian take on it, yeah. but then you add the whiskey and it's a whole nother note. So it tastes really, really good. Um, so what would I do on the mojo, mojo chops? chops? You just, you took some thick cut pork chops, bone and ribeye pork chops. Uh, you seasoned them with the mojo, the regular mojo. Yeah. And then you made, you just smoked them. Um, on a drum, wasn't it? Seems like drum smoker with cherry wood. Until they hit 135-ish. Started glazing. And then you started glazing them. And for your glaze, you used butter. And I was going to say, it's real buttery. And that's what I liked about it. You had um, a tablespoon of butter. You sautéed some onions, some garlic. Added brown sugar, pineapple juice. And then added... um, Jack Daniels and cooked it off. Yep. And it made that caramely flavor And a little bit of your vinegar sauce. To give it... to balance it out man that was a good sauce it was a very good pork chop i've seen a lot of people say that they've used that recipe and and the the one i used for the sirloin similar to that it's got some of the same elements yeah i didn't put butter in it which wouldn't have been a bad call i mean and then i've done i've done one with chicken what was the jack and coke uh chicken thighs i think those were really good that sauce was a little different though i mean it had some of the same elements but it's still different you could you could go that's the thing you could take these recipes and make them your own take in and out substitute any other fruit and that's what i was thinking with the apple you could take that and use apple juice or either cook apples down and, and you know that's probably what i'm gonna do i've got this recipe i've been playing with where i was wanting to do a like a not an apple sauce but you had apple butter 
Yeah. It's kind of like spicy applesauce. I was going to use that like a- in a rib wrap. And then now I incorporate this Jack Daniels apple like for a glaze. Apple. And man, that'd be a fire rib. People love adding booze to food. I do. <laughs> Those recipes that'd be good. a lot yeah. of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do that. So when you um did your chicken thighs, you did Jack Daniels. Or you did I Jack made a Jack and Coke and marinated them. I remember that. Jack and Coke chicken thighs. Um. It was just standard yeah. thighs that I marinated in Jack and you Coke. Put a little AP rub on it. Um, added it to Coke, some soy sauce. Um, I like I like playing with those elements together. Yeah, the soy and the whiskey. And then um, you put them in a pan, a little more AP. Cooked them with some butter on a drum till they got you know good. Pulled them out and then glazed them with a Jack Daniel's glaze. And it had pineapple juice, regular barbecue sauce, soy sauce, teriyaki. Um, Whiskey, some pineapple preserves. Yeah, you know, I got there. that from making, making the because when we do the Jack Daniels sauce, you have to use Jack Daniels in the sauce. Yeah, and so that variation of that glaze started with me making a sauce up for the Jack Daniels, and it started out as a barbecue sauce, and that's how those had the barbecue elements, and then we added the other stuff to it. You always have something fruity to go with it to kind of give the sauce mm-hmm. like sweeten it up a little bit, take off some of the heat and some of the vinegar edge, but then you put the 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 Jack Daniels in there and cook the liquor off of it. And you get all that flavor um, from, from the elements of the, of the whiskey in it. And that's what made it a really good Jack Daniels sauce. And so it works great on, it works great on chicken. It'd be good on wings. What one year we went to the Jack and um, (laughs) we got our barbecue sauce entry ready to go. And they, they do a separate contest. It's a sauce contest. Yeah. And it has to incorporate Jack Daniels. And we right. had it all ready to go. And we sent Mark Lambert up to the front. Mark went with this, yeah, he's turn it we were off on our times. I don't know how we got off. Well, I probably don't know how we got off our times. We was, we, was, we was well into the Gentleman Jack that year. I think that was our first. <clears throat> no, it wasn't our first year. It was year. our second, second year to go. Second, second year to Jack. And Mark, so Mark takes the cup up there. And he notices everybody's turning in this dish from the homeland or whatever. <laughs> and he says it's not sauce. So he eases up there puts the sauce cup behind his back. <laughs> And it's going, uh, what's turning in now? <laughs> and it was like, I'm glad. He said, okay, thank you. No. He just gradually turned around and walked back. We knew we finished last in sauce. I think that's the first time I've ever finished last in anything. It was at the Jack Daniels. Like, well, we missed that one. <laughs> at least we didn't miss chicken or, you know, we, we had our barbecue times down. Yeah. We just, I think sauce went before dish from the homeland and we've never done that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's like. Well, we our idea was that we were going to concentrate on the main four. On the barbecue, know? yeah, yeah. But I've always ended dessert. dessert. You got a 180 in Jack. You got a yeah. pin, a, a ribbon. A, I got the bottle of Jack still. Is, in it, is it on your desk? Yeah. On yeah. Desk. That's a, that one. Are you ever going to open that one? No. I hope not. It's going to be a good age bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Times get rough. You know, you get too nar- <laughs> anxiety gets built up. I can't make any promises. Yeah, I know what that's like. Get a few of these. But I don't plan. I haven't opened it in the past three or four years. Yeah, I've never opened any of the bottles. We talked about it with uh, Jed that they, you can actually go to the Jack Daniels gift shop up there, buy a bottle, and they will engrave your name and the year or whatever on it. Yeah. And so we all, we, we've Great got Great Christmas gifts. And it really is. Yeah. Like if you're giving gifts to somebody, get them a Jack Daniels with the, the year and their barbecue team name or something like that on it. And I've never opened them. I've got them in my liquor cabinet at home. It's something I just don't want to, not yeah. interested in opening well, you can buy Keepsake. Yeah. And I could drink it and keep the bottle and put something else in it, put cheap whiskey in it. <laughs> That'd be crappy. But it's never open. Yeah. I mean, that's 
That's something we we always get that. Man, we've got a lot of stuff from there though. We've I've got one of their big barrels. Wayland bought one one mm-hmm. year and we towed it by. Yeah. yeah, it's here in the office. So we've got We used to bring haul it out to Memphis and May every year and use it for decorations at Memphis and May, but it started getting too wobbly. Yeah, it started Well, you're supposed to you're supposed to every year with those to preserve them. Fill them up with water, let them get saturated again so they swell up and then yeah. let them dry. And, you know, you keep, because it's eventually going to dry out. Is that wood season, did it, you know, it, it gets loose in those bands. Mm-hmm. They put those bands on it when it's still, you know, it's got to be swole up because it holds that whiskey. But yeah. then uh, over time, it just, and moving it, shakes it apart. Well, we didn't tricky. talk about the posters. That was yeah. something that's unique every year. And we collect those. Every time we've went, we've, we've gotten a poster. And even you bought some of the ones you liked that were from years we didn't even get to go. You just thought they were cool posters. Yeah, they had them on like clearance. Yeah. <laughs> they were from the year before. But if you get a chance to go to Lynchburg and check that contest out, man, do it. I would say it's more, it's a better spectator um, contest than the Royal or um, oh yeah, because it's smaller, smaller scale. It's more you know, it's more. What do you say? Intimate? I don't know if it's intimate's the right word. It's just to be a world championship and only to be like I guess it's a little over a hundred teams, but international and. Yeah, it has more of a small town. Yeah, and you get the square, and you get all the vendors, and there's so much going on. There's just a lot to do. The only thing bad about it, if you if if the if it turns cold, and there's been years where it's you know snowed nice, and those are terrible turnout years. But you get a jack. We've been lucky enough to where it hasn't been bad every year we've went. One year it rained, but it wasn't bad. But the crowd still came. Yeah, and you go there Friday night for the parade. I forgot we forgot to talk about the parade. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much you can talk about that contest. Next time we go. So you said you're fixing to kick back up KCBS. You're going to focus on it. You're going to start cooking. You don't know. I, yeah, but I'm not, I mean, I want to try to get back in the jack. That's for what sure. I'm saying. I, gotta, I, want, I mean, I want to do number four. Are you going to bust out the white suit? The I, first year we went to the jack. I still got the white suit in the closet. <laughs> Malcolm was like, I should have wore the hat or something for this podcast. That would have been great, the Jack Daniels. <laughs> I may bring it next week and put it on. Malcolm Moore bought an all white suit, white shirt, white suit, white shoes. We had to. I was decked out. <laughs> I walked white in the parade, whited out. I had to do the white out at the Jack. It was, it was, it was my JD Hog outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I was supposed to be Boss Hog. You remember Boss Hog? Dukes yeah. Hazard, right? Yeah, that was it. I just needed the white Cadillac with the big horns on the front of it too. It was. I still great. want one of those. That's kind of. That's my dream car. <laughs> so you wear that say and drive my Cadillac around to hell with in a, the parade. Yeah, but convertible Cadillac. I think I had red interior. Yes, <laughs> it, it would roll though. <laughs> It'd be running from them dick boys. Um, another recipe we used Fireball for it, but like you said, the Tennessee Fire would mm-hmm. work excellent for that um, pineapple. I know, yep. you're, I know where you're going with that. You already know something about the whiskey and, and pineapple goes. That's it why does. I use it in the glaze a lot. Yeah. But that's, yeah. So you took a whole pine, pineapple, soaked it in, in whiskey, mm-hmm. in cinnamon whiskey. The, and I put it on the rotisserie rod and spun it until it kind of caramelized on the outside. Added sugar. Brown sugar. and You could do that. I've done rub. it before. You cut them in slices. And cook soak them like them. a burger? Yeah. Cut them in slices. Soak them in the fireball or Tennessee uh, fire. Throw them on the grill with the brown sugar. That, on top of a chop, makes a really good presentation and meal because the chop kind of goes with the pineapple too that's a good idea it really is i've done it i mean it's it's good (laughs) i never done a video on it but but you didn't use whiskey the the time that you did do it and did a video on it i've just never yeah with the pineapple yeah i didn't do whiskey but whiskey whiskey soak goes with it yeah 
I, w- I probably wouldn't glaze the chop because it would be a little much. You know, you kind of got the sweet element going with the pineapple. And you just do a regular good, good heavy dry rub chop that you grill or either smoke. And your Labor Day re- recipe this past Labor Day was the Jack Daniels ribs. Yeah. The, I mean, you can't go wrong with those. Yeah. And you spritzed them with the Jack and Coke. He mixed up a Jack there and Coke go. and spritzed them. That was the based. Mm-hmm. Your base. I do remember those. Those were good. They were good. You used a little Captain Ron knees, a little brown sugar in the wrap, and then glazed them with Jack Daniels, Daniels. barbecue glaze. And all it was was brown sugar, vinegar sauce, whiskey, and pineapple juice. Simple. It's a simple glaze. You just cook it down to get, you reduce it to where it turns into a syrup almost. Yeah. And it's ready to roll. Put it in a jar. As it cools a little bit, it'll thicken up some too. Then you brush it on and just let it melt down. It, mm. It's got all those good elements to it. Yes. Pork. And pork goes with it. Pork, the sweet, the whiskey is really good. Great combo. And I use the whiskey. Have, I, done, have I not done uh, whiskey wings or anything? I can't no. believe I ain't done that. Only you got that I one. Do that. Jack and Coke candy apple guys. candy apple whis- candy whiskey apple wings would be pretty good. <laughs> I'm gonna find a way to use that apple whiskey. Watch, I promise you. So this week. We are actually headed out of town tomorrow. Yep. Where are we going, Mount? We're going to Dallas, Texas, to the World Food Championship. And it's going to be chefs from all over. Do they have, is it uh, international? I guess it's international. There's teams from all over come to too, right? I guess. I they think compete so. in, I can't list every category. Yeah. I'm in seafood, but there's steak, there's barbecue, there's burger, there's chili, there's. Chicken, bacon, chicken, bacon, desserts, uh, chef category. I mean, there's steak. Did you say yeah, steak? Yeah, I said steak. There's a ton Barbecue. of categories. This is a big deal. Yeah. And this is our second time cooking in the World Food Championships. And we practiced all weekend. <laughs> we did. I'm, I have to do. So the deal is in seafood, you have a structured build and you have kind of a chef's choice. That's the first round. And then if you make top 10 of that, you go on and cook the uh, – Saturday, which I cook on a Thursday, and then the semifinal. Yeah, that's that. That yeah, that'd be the semifinals to find out who's gonna uh, represent you from your um, your division in the finals. And then you cook your own dish there, but you have to incorporate a signature ingredient. And so that's caviar, I think. Yeah, but we're not even worried about that right now. I've got a recipe on deck. I'm going to add caviar to it. But for our char grilled oysters, that's the that's the uh, structured build on the in the preliminary round and we're cooking this on thursday right yeah so they thursday had, we're cooking two dishes two dishes i've got i'll go ahead and release it because i'll be done it by the time this podcast airs i'm doing a southwestern char grilled oyster for the structured build and can you look up and see what i named that recipe it was grande gringo uh char grilled oysters yeah. <laughs> i went way out of the box on that one but <laughs> so i'm taking i'm taking some oysters on the half shell Topping them with a gringo butter that we're going to mix up. It's kind of like a Southwestern style butter. That's going to give us some flavor. And then I'm going to top that with some shrimp that we've tossed in some grande gringo. And then we've, we've, we've cooked it, grilled it on both sides real fast to get it done and then tossed it over in a, in a champagne minuet sauce. And then I'm going to serve that with a pico, a spicy pico that we're going to make up. It's going to have a little bit of gringo in it just to give it a punch, but it's mainly going to be it's a, tomatoes, onions, <laughs> cilantro, it's jalapeno. Gringo uh-huh. grilled oysters with shrimp and spicy pico. Ooh. And then 
to serve it all you, um, for presentation, we've got the oyster on the hash shell. It's got the shrimp. It's got the pico, but you need a cracker to go with it. So I'm taking tortilla shells and frying them in a little bit of peanut oil to where they get golden brown and real crispy. And then we're using flour tortilla. Then seasoning shells. that with a little bit of flake sea salt to where it gives it a little bit of you know savoriness. And that's what's going to be my cracker. So you'll get the oyster, dig it out of the shell with the shrimp and the pico on it, put it on the little tortilla, and it's a one bite kind of. If I'm eating, I mean, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. good. Um, you know, so we had uh, oysters shipped to us, and they hit Friday, right? And I was a little disappointed in the quality of those oysters. Well, I'm not going to say shipping, what company it was. Shipping oysters is iffy at best. I mean. <laughs> I didn't get sick. Nobody got sick. Nobody got sick. They just didn't taste like fresh. We've had oysters shipped to us before. Yeah, those were Chesapeake, though, and those were awesome. They were. Bowler plate. That was a totally different game-changing oyster. It was. There. It was. <laughs> but uh, these were okay. I mean, they worked. They, they got our practice in. I'm hoping that the tech, they're giving us some Texas oysters. I, I should have looked the company up. I don't have it in front of me. But and then prepared. for your other dish, we're doing a Cajun barbecue shrimp over smoked bacon and cheese grits. That's right, and that's going to be my chef's selection or whatever you call it. And that well, one, you were using the exact same recipe that's on the website, too. It, no, well, it's not. It's a little- no, it's tweaked. That one's more grill centric. I mean, this one I'm going to grill the shrimp and everything too, but it's the, similar. Similar. It's yeah. similar. Taking, I mean, it's really, really, really good stone ground grits, yellow corn stone stone ground grits with cream cheese and Parmesan cheese and bacon in them. Of course, some butter, and then they're <laughs> topped with the barbecue shrimp. This is what this kind of New Orleans style barbecue shrimp. You season the shrimp with the Cajun seasoning, cook it just a little bit, but it's all about the sauce that we're putting it in. So I make this sauce with um, shallot or green onions and um, what else? And Garlic, gooey sausage. sausage, bacon drippings. Worcestershire sauce and lemon juice, and then you slowly butter. start melting in this butter, like two sticks of butter, to make this sauce, and it incorporates it, and it's all rich and flavorful, and and they call it barbecue. It's still really not having any barbecue sauce in it, but it takes on those elements, I guess, from the Worcestershire mm-hmm. and the lemon juice and the butter and and the andouille sauce. It is so it's so good. And you put the shrimps back in it at the end, the shrimps. <laughs> put all them shrimps back in it at the end, and then you top those grits with it. And garnish it with a little flat leaf parsley and green onion, and man, it's 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 you. It's it's, it's it, it, it may not win. I ain't saying it's gonna win, no. but I'll be damned if it don't eat good. <laughs> I promise you, it's gonna eat good because I we we ate it all weekend. I don't know. We we make it three times, I guess. And yeah. Um. When we went to uh, it's good. When we went to Texas over the summer to Matt uh Matt Pittman's house and meat did church. the meat church class, we met. Um, Chef Jason Jones, mm-hmm. and he has volunteered. I'm so grateful. <laughs> yeah, he's, it was just it was just me and you. Yeah, it was just, we were going to take all on the world foods, and he so he volunteered. He's like, "Hey man, y'all going to be over here? If y'all need an extra set of knives and hands, I'm your man." I said, "Heck yeah!" So yeah. he's been working on the recipes too. Yeah, he's, he's been texting me all weekend. Um, you know, stuff he's been working on and tweaking it, and he's got it down. He said, "He's I mean, this is his own." We're going into World Foods. We're going to have fun, and we're going to knock out these two dishes and then work on the the Saturday dish, hopefully, get mm-hmm. our recipe in, and it's going to be some variation of a some delicious kind of fish topped with caviar. 
Not giving out all the secrets. Yeah, that's true. We can't get out all the secrets. But it'll be good. Hopefully, we can talk about that next week. How, yeah. we, how we won we'll the see, World last, Food Seafood. Last year at the World Foods, Malcolm made, you know, moved on from the first I round. steak. Yeah. And then we cooked in the kitchen the second round, and it came in second. And you had point oh one percent. It was close. It was real close. Yeah. But the thing is, we wanted to cook in the kitchen again. That's the only reason why I switched to categories. And I cook. I switched seafood just because I thought it'd be fun. Yeah. If and, you make the top ten in any of your category, you're automatically re-in. Yeah. So you, you get you get back in. You don't have to qualify to get in. You can sign up for any category you want, and it's fun cooking steak. Don't get me wrong. But steak is just a one man's game until you, you get to the next the round. Yeah. So I said, well, we know if we sign up for another category, at least we'll get to cook in that kitchen environment one time. Yeah. And I and that's something that was new to us. We've never I've never done that, and you've yeah. never done it. And so it, you know, you get two hours, but it goes by so fast, and it's like, man, it's it's, it's like something you see on TV. It's like it's like you know, top yeah, 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 one of those. You're just at it, you know. Iron Chef. Everybody, it's electric in there. You've got these chefferies going around, you know, blowing their <laughs> whistles and telling you the times and making sure you don't get any penalties and they're throwing flags, I guess. And then you've got everybody standing around spectating, hollering. And it's it's almost like there's some chaos going on, but then you've got these people cooking. Yeah. And, that's, and, it, and then you got to get the dishes turned in and set on the table before the clock goes out with your hands off of them. And that's always exciting. Yeah. It's. It, I remember as soon as we were done the last they were running time, it was it. like, that was so much fun. Yeah, that was. It was a rush. <laughs> it was. It was a rush to get through that. So hopefully we'll get to do it twice. Yeah. This, this week. That'd be cool. Yeah. So we we'll give you a full report on what happened at World Foods and what all they have going on. I hadn't really had time to. How we turned out. We'll be um, making posts. I mean, I don't, do I expect to win? No, I'm not a seafood cook. I just cook barbecue. But, and was, there's chefs doing this, but it's going to be so much fun. And yeah. we got us a chef going with us today. <laughs> and that's another thing. When it, we were practicing Got a ringer. This, you got your ringer, chef. <laughs> when we were practicing this weekend, I was like, there's people that we're competing again that's probably been practicing. I got this. seafood restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do this for a living, you know. <laughs> and here we are. Ordered us some oysters by mail <laughs> and bought shrimp. We've been practicing one week, one, one weekend. weekend yeah. But hey, hey, we're gonna give it our all. Give it our all. That's it. But we'll be posting about that this weekend um, on the stories, and you'll see. You'll probably see. Some, you'll, you'll see that before you hear this podcast. Yeah, we're leaving out tomorrow morning. Mark Emily, Mark and Emily from Swine Life Barbecue. And Waylon, his wife's yeah. coming, and that's our crew. Yeah. But there'll be a lot of people there that, that we know and everybody else knows. So. Yeah. It'll be a good time. I'm interested to see. We went to the one in Orange Beach last year. This is in Dallas. I think the public part of this one's even bigger. Really? There's so much more going on. I mean, they, they've got all kinds of stuff. Michael said, can you bring me back a bag full of free stuff? Because <laughs> you walk around and they, you know, they give out coupons and swag. You know, swag. Yeah. And he said, can you bring me back a bag full of free stuff? I said, I can do it. I said, we're the Cowboys hat or jersey he said no <laughs> he was not interested in yeah, that my cowboys i got one bet from the other weekend for the cowboys to win the super bowl and after this weekend i don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> you should go back rebet that one see if they give you your money back or, <laughs> or at least I give you some better odds mind. can i get the new odds on that yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly i bet the odds are really high now <laughs> yeah oh well good times i'm looking forward to it. i'm ready to get on the road are you no. <laughs> no. We got to finish packing. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's about it for today's episode. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Chill. If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's at How to BBQ Right on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's at Miss Southern Shell on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, we'll be here next week. We'll Wish see y'all luck. then.